Good morning. Good morning and good morning. It's Friday. Today is January 27th. It is Chris Logan hosting the Power Hour, part of my morning show here on the planet, 90s and 2000s rock. Listen to theplanet.com is the website. If you're missing 90s and 2000s rock, download the app, App Store, Google Play. Let's see. Let me see if I can make my video public. Okay, cool. It is because I'm going to ask you to share it. If you're watching this morning on Facebook, my Chris Logan Facebook page, listen to the Planet Facebook page or in my Chris Logan in the Morning Facebook group. Appreciate you sharing it. If you're watching on TikTok, you can share it as well. What this Planet Power Hour is about, it's one hour of headlines and stories for the day. So thanks for listening. Thanks for watching today. Oh, and if you if you're watching, look at that. I had I had a little change of heart. I got LSU colors in the background for my lights. One's purple and one's gold. So hopefully uh, the LSU fans will now will now like me, <laughs> even though I'm not a big LSU fan. But yeah, so that's uh, that's on in the back. What's playing for the Power Hour today? Look, we got these headlines. What's a clatter fart? Four-day school week coming to Acadia Parish in Louisiana. What is your dream job? I got a list of the top 20 dream jobs. We'll see where yours falls. Also got a little Brian Kelly talk to Pam Anderson. And also this is coming up. Millennials are sharing things that boomers love saying. Boomers respond with things that millennials love saying. Also bands that are turning 50 this year. Got an uh uh-uh story. An Uber Eats delivery man stops a college football game to walk onto the court to find a customer. And the most Oreo Oreo has been released. And there is a new game coming to the Olympics. Back in the day, I would have I would have given this a go. Now I can't. But break dancing. Coming to the Olympics. So that and more coming up on the show this morning. Glad you're here. Thanks to Motor City, 1111 North University, Lafayette for powering the morning show and powering the power hour. MotorCityLA.com. Check them out today. See if anybody said good morning. Yep, Brent Chitty, good morning. It's Friday. What's up, dude? Um, Not sure. Let's see. John commented something, but we'll, we'll probably get to that in a bit. What is a clatter fart? I saw that this morning. Maybe it's a word that we need to bring back. C-L-A-T-T-E-R-F-A-R-T. And nope, it has nothing to do with a bodily function. A clatter fart is someone who is a gossip or a blabbermouth. So if you are a clatter fart, just uh, change your ways. Don't gossip. Don't be a blabbermouth. Loose lips sink ships. keep Keep it to yourself. Uh, speaking of ships, look, and I haven't been, I, I've had friends that shot me over, uh, different stories, some some messages. Someone on TikTok says I look like Alec Baldwin. That's a first. I, I don't know if I should take that as a compliment or an insult. There are no loaded or unloaded or prop guns or anything here on my table in the studio. So we're good to go if you think that I look like Alec Baldwin. Joan Harris, I look like Alec Baldwin. Okay, that was the first. Keith, what's up, man? Good morning. 
man, this Ukraine, Russia, United States, Western situation. We could be we could be in for a, a serious situation. And and I'm not going to talk too much about it this morning because I haven't really been following over the past two weeks. I know there's like some tanks that are going, uh, some bombs and you know, talking about nuclear stuff, all that. But I mean, it, it could be it could be fairly serious. A four day school week approved in Acadia Parish. What do y'all think about that? Do you think a four day school week will work? So when school comes back around in fall of 2023, Acadia Parish going four days. And there was two different stories. I mean, both the same, but KLFY and KATC had two different takes on, on, the, on the story and on the headlines that came out last night after the school board meeting. And I've said this before when we talked about it, I don't know, it was weeks ago. That it might not be a bad thing. You know, the one thing that I thought may be the worst part of this, and I use that term worst part a little loosely, the worst part of this would have maybe been working parents trying to find a place for their kids to go on Friday while, while, while they're at work. Or maybe I'm overthinking it. I don't know, but that was the biggest thing for me. But for the teachers to have a four-day work week, cool. You know, I know the kids are going to like it. But is that a good thing or a bad thing, you think? Now, Scott Richard, he is the superintendent of Acadia Parish School Board. He said this decision has been a topic of discussion since late September, and burnout is one reason why the decision has been made. He also says, quote, there's some national trends along those lines since coming out of the pandemic where mental health, burnout, and other issues have risen. He said the world is not the same world we, we lived in prior to the pandemic. And I got to go with him there. It's not. We had an effed up couple couple years, man. You think about it. Like, what, what, what happened to us? Um, he says, quote, the goal is not to reduce instructional time. Obviously, no one wants to cut instructional time. The goal would be to compress a normal five-day work week or instructional day into four. Four extended days. Now, Cherie Baggett, the principal at Church Point Middle School, says she was in favor of Fridays being dedicated to the non-instructional days, which kind of seemed like that made more sense. You take off the Friday. But it's the Monday that they have off. Now, she says, I can't believe what I just witnessed. This is Cherie Baggett. She said, I respect the board members, I respect them, but I think that they didn't listen to anyone except maybe their own thoughts. Baggett said, tonight at Katy Parish School Board members did not take their constituents into consideration. She says, we're going to have a three-and-a-half-day education, especially during football and track season as a result. And that was really all to the story that they had on KATC.com. So I was like, well, let me let me go to klfy.com and see what they have and who and who they talked to, because I'm sure they interviewed someone. But according to KLFY, there's a mixed feedback throughout the parish. Um, so they again, you know, talked to Superintendent Richard. Some 80% of parents and faculty voted in favor. Let me let all the damn ads pop up so I can so I can read. Um, 
The four-day work week would extend school days by an hour to make sure an equal amount of time is spent in the classroom. 80% of parents and faculty voted in favor of the shortened work week. Now, Cherie um, Lejeune, that's one person who they interviewed, said her, her daughter already attends school four days a week, so she supports it. She said, it's less stress on my kid. She handles the four-day work week very well, and it gives them that extra day if they need more more on one. Maybe it meant one-on-one. Someone named Brooke Hoffpower says, it's not ideal. She says, I could see that being a problem because I have a child who has ADHD and her attention span. It just is not. It wouldn't work. That's, that's some bad quotes. I know I'm a bad reader, but that, that's some bad quotes and typing here. Uh, she says, I don't see it working lengthwise unless they get more frequent breaks. So what do y'all think? Good? Scott says, a lot of mad parents right now. Uh, Scott, if you don't mind, why is that? Is it because of the reason that I, that I said? Is it because now the parents will have to be, you know, find some place for their kids to go or someone to watch their kids? Uh, schools and teachers are not babysitters nor daycares. Make the right adjustments. Okay, get it. Uh, Brent, I don't think Friday's off was an option, something about the way it would affect football season. I also see, I, I could see that, Brent. You know, like if, because if you don't go to school, you can't play football. So I guess it would have to be fair because that's opening up a whole nother Pandora's box that if Acadia Parish is off on Friday and other schools are not off on Friday, but then a kid misses Friday for something and he can't play in the football game. But then someone at Iota High School, they don't have school on Friday and they're playing football on Friday. So, yeah, I mean, it, it may have something to do with that. Um, And John could be right. Could we be on to something here? Maybe if you're an entrepreneur, let I mean, let's talk. We'll have some kind of daycare. John says, sound like someone needs to open a one-day daycare. Brent says, John beat me to it. One-day daycare could be a thing. Could be. I mean, we'll start it. And we'll, let's call it that. One-day daycare. And, and they can come. We'll get us like a big old gym place. And just we'll just throw all the kids in there. We'll give them some sandwiches for lunch. I mean, all we need is some iPads and some Xboxes and PS5s. And they're all going to be happy. <laughs> That's all we need. <laughs> um. I was going to make a joke that clatter fart was something that happened on The View, but it's serious and really something that would happen on The View. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. But a four-day school week. Man, imagine if we had that back in the day. Now, when I went to Church Point High School, when we were a senior, well, we got off at noon. And still to this day, it's like that at Church Point High School. You were, you were done every day at noon. And most times, we didn't go home to do homework. I'm just saying. We didn't do anything bad. We didn't do anything illegal. Yeah, we, had, we had some fun almost every afternoon. Uh, then, we, then we got a job. Scott says, Midland has the four-day school days for 20-plus uh, for years, and it has worked. Four days gives the students a chance to do better, meaning if they do well during the four days, they get rewarded with a Friday off. If they don't, then they have to go in and make up for the grade on Friday. So that's at Midland. Says also Fridays are used for detentions. So it also encourages kids to act right. So they get Friday off. Dangling that carrot. 
John says going to be a lot more pregnancies in Acadia Parish. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So, so on that note, we're going to move to, uh, to, the, to the next topic on the Power Hour this morning. Uh, this was supposed to be on yesterday's show. I had found this yesterday. Or was it today? I don't know. There's some things that I didn't get to yesterday we'll get to today. Because yesterday it had an internet outage. So we couldn't do the power hour yesterday. Um, I do have some music in the cloud, quote unquote. So if I do lose electricity here at the office and studio, then it switches to my backup and music still plays on the planet. But I couldn't, I couldn't go live anyway here. Uh, because the internet was down and I didn't want to do the whole LTE thing and try to do it on my, on, on the cell tower and just do it on my phone. So I'm like, well, we'll just, we'll just skip the show and I'll get back, back at it tomorrow. So there are a few things today that I wanted to get to that we didn't get to yesterday and your number one dream job. What would be your number one dream job? There is a list of the top 20 worldwide. You know, and look, gone are the days, and I, I hate to say it, but gone are the days of I want to be a doctor, I want to be a lawyer. Those days are gone. Dude, you can be a YouTuber. You can be a freelancer on Fiverr doing SEO work and make lawyer money. I mean, the, you know, the, the landscape, the digital landscape has opened up so much. So much more opportunity than what it was back in the day. But look, I'm, I'm going to get to all 20 because, because I want to show you where it all ranks. Number 20, psychologist. Number 19, attorney. Number 18, lawyer. Uh, okay, so it says most people use lawyer and attorney interchangeably, even lawyers and attorneys themselves. So you could probably lump them together. Okay, so lawyer, attorney towards the bottom. Judge, number 17, firefighter, 16, flight attendant, 15, professor, 14, doctor, 13. You know, those are some old school type jobs, and I'm not saying they're bad. Uh, we, we need all those people. But it, they're, they're no longer number one on the list like it was back in the day. You know, your teacher asked you, what you want to be when you grow up? Firefighter. I want to be a doctor. I wanted to be a pharmacist. Now look at me, live on Facebook. And live on the internet, I was a radio dude making what a pharmacist makes in a week. But I wanted to be a pharmacist. Like, that's what I wanted to, that's what I wanted to do. Then the Bud Light kicked in and I didn't care much about school. But let's see. So number 12 is a blogger. New job. What's number 11? A DJ, man. A, a DJ. Almost cracked the top 10. And I'm I'm one, you know, here with you, and then also DJ weddings and and events and and stuff like that. So there there I am, number ten, a teacher. Good to see that on the list, man. You know, our our teachers again don't get paid well, probably don't get the respect they deserve all the time. But teachers are very very hard workers, and we need them. Number nine, a singer. Number eight, a programmer. Number seven, an influencer. Number six, an actor. Number five, an entrepreneur. Number four, a YouTuber. Number three, a dancer. 
Number two, a writer. Dude, If look, these days, if you can write, you, you, you could have a job anywhere, anytime. And number one on the list, a pilot. Which that would be, that would be a cool ass job. A pilot, number one. Now, this morning, I asked that question on my personal Facebook page. You know, what's, what's your dream jobs? And I guess the algorithm was feeling okay. I, I, I got a few comments. Rick says, dream job, I'm living it. I'm the number one punk dad raising four punk rockers to follow their dreams. Yep. Jeff says a content creator. Yep. Jeff is a content creator. Uh, Adam. Adam's kind of like our resident LSU guy. He says, dream job, offensive coordinator on the college level. He says, working towards my degree, graduate in the fall of 23. That's awesome. The oil field has treated me well, and I've been able to support my family. Time to chase my dreams. You, you got to, man. I mean, look at me sitting here. I... I you know, we, we, I, I don't have a FM signal for the station, the planet, but we got everything else you know, online, apps, Alexa, tune in. We're on iHeart and we're on social media all the time. So just taking advantage of all the things that, that the digital world has to offer. And that's kind of like me living my dreams, being in radio for 20 or so years. Always wanted my own radio station. I don't know. Will that happen? I, I don't know, but I, but I got all this. Um, Seth, my buddy Seth, who has the loud hour, says, uh, I wanted to be on the radio since I was 10. Get to live that dream every Sunday night at 6 for the loud hour. Don't forget, our, our um, on the weekends, I have the 90s Rock Rewind. That is Saturday mornings at 10. This week, we're going to go back to 1994. The alternative rock chart, I have it right here. Gonna, I'm going to look at the charts and count down once again the top 15 songs. The show's about an hour. It's not very long. I get a lot of compliments on the show, so check it out tomorrow morning. Then we have Hangover Cafe at 10 a.m. with Nick every Sunday morning. Seth has the Loud Hour, which is local rock music at 6. And then Tyson, Ty, has the Grindhouse at 8 o'clock. Some metal that'll melt your face off every Sunday night here on the planet. And my buddy Tim, Prejean's, Dino's. Dream job or dream life? He said, I wouldn't trade mine with anyone. Go after it, man. Take some chances and go after it. You never know what's going to happen unless you, unless you take a chance. You got to swing. If you don't swing, you're going to strike out. You might strike out even though you swing, but you might hit that grand slam, man. Um, Brent, FYI, really happy for you, brother. Brent, I appreciate that, man. Seriously. Everyone who's been um, supportive of supportive of me, supportive of my decision, it 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 does mean a lot. Um, I want to be a, Na a NASCAR driver sponsored by Red Bull. Says Facebook user, I know that got to be my buddy Dwayne. And Keith says a detective. That that's not bad. That's not a bad dream job. But if you want to go, you can comment on the Facebook page, my Facebook page too. A little bit of football talk. Look, as you can see, I got the purple and yellow. We got some more Facebook, uh, some more football talk coming up at the end with a planted pigskin update. We're getting close to the end of football season. I cannot believe that. But this was a story I saw yesterday. LSU overpaid Brian Kelly by $1 million. 
Was that some under-the-table stuff? A state legislative audit found that the LSU Athletic Department overpaid Brian Kelly by more than a million during his first year as football coach. That's according to The Advocate. Kelly was overpaid a little over a million dollars in supplemental payments during the 2022 fiscal year. LSU made double payments in May and June. In May of 22, they made that payment to Kelly's LLC, then continued to make supplemental payments to the coach directly, resulting in monthly double payments until LSU detected that mispayment in November. According to a release from the legislative Louisiana Legislative Auditor, LSU and Kelly have enacted an adjusted payment schedule so the amount of overpayment will be recouped by the conclusion of the fiscal year 2023. So it looks like they're they're fixing the issue. Or did they try to slide him a little extra? I don't know. Could happen, right? We got to think about the other side of things. Uh, Kelly signed a 10-year, $95 million contract last January. Damn. However, he will also receive a $500,000 longevity bonus every July. And if LSU makes a bowl game, he will earn another $500,000, helping him average eight figures per year by the end of the deal. Bank. Dream job. Coach Adam. Adam, man, when you're that offensive coordinator like you commented this morning, remember me. I'll, I'll call a couple plays for you. I'll, I'll help you out. Um. I'll help you out when you make it all that bank as an offensive coordinator. Then hopefully maybe you move up to a college head football coach. But how cool is that, man? A dude wants to live out his dream. And if I had to guess, Adam's probably in his in his 30s. It's never too late, y'all. It, it's never too late. Um, and also another Brian Kelly story. You may have seen this. This went viral. A lot of different college coaches seen on the Acadiana High campus. Uh, Brian Kelly was recently at Acadiana High. Some photos circulated of that. Uh, Nick Saban was there. Some photos circulated, what, yesterday, day before yesterday. Uh, and then the Miami coach, I forgot his name. He was there via helicopter at Acadiana High this week. I mean, that's that's going, Acadiana High is garnering some attention. That's That's pretty big. Let's talk about Pam Anderson. Um, I, I saw this maybe a few days ago, the whole Pam Anderson, Tim Allen thing. Pam Anderson is sticking to her story that Tim Allen flashed her on the set of Home Improvement back in the day, even though Tim Allen denies it. But now she says it was no big deal. Says, quote, Tim is a comedian. It's his job to cross the line. I'm sure he had no bad intentions. Times have changed, though. I doubt anyone would try to post hashtag Me Too, It's a New World. Also, there's a blooper that started circulating earlier this week showing Tim flashing co-star Patricia Heaton, who I always thought she was hot back in the day. The mom that was on uh, Home Improvement always thought she was kind of hot. So in the clip, Tim is wearing a kilt. He lifts it up, leaving Patricia looking shocked. But it was never a big deal. Patricia says Tim was wearing boxers at the time, so it's really not a comparable situation. Now, let, let's see. Let's, I, I want to do just a quick search. 
of, let's see, when was Pam Anderson on Home Improvement? I just, I, I remember her being on. I just want to know the year. Tim Allen left and Pam Anderson in a 1993 episode. So I figured it was early 90s. Um, Let's see, it's on Wikipedia here. So, yeah, her name was CJ. Uh, no, she was a lifeguard on Baywatch as CJ Parker. Wanted to see if there was like a, the year she was on. Home Improvement Tool Time. Doesn't say, but it was it was early 90s. Because what I was going to say is, if that was after the Pam and Tommy thing, which was late 90s, and if that's true that he flashed her, Tim Allen's packing. I'm sorry, I got to say it. You know, if you, if you knew that Pam Anderson was with Tommy Lee, and then you decide to show her your goods, you're confident. That's that is all I'm gonna say. You're confident because <laughs> I wouldn't do it. <laughs> no way. What about this? Millennials are sharing things that boomers love saying. Boomers respond with things that millennials love saying. This was in yesterday's prep that I was I was getting ready for the show. Um, Facebook user says. Fake punt on third down. That's a good play. I would call that play. What are they doing? Punting on third down. I don't know. Watch and see. But millennials on Twitter are sharing things that boomers love saying. Ready for these? Number 10? Well, I guess it's free when an item, an item they want to buy isn't ringing up. Are you guilty? I'm, I'm not a boomer, okay? I'm 48 years old. But I'm guilty of that one. Number nine. <laughs> when giving their bill at a restaurant. So what's the damage? Boy, that's that's right. When handing over a credit card, boomers say, quote, let's see if this works. And in reference to weed, boomers call it pot. That's because they smoked a lot of it back in the day. And number six, <laughs> calling it the COVID. Yep. Uh, number five, I'm, I'm guilty of this too. That's the million-dollar question. Number four, <laughs> do boomers say, sit here? I won't bite. Yes, they do. Number three, phone tag. I'm, I'm guilty of still saying that. I'm sorry. You call somebody, they call you back, they were on the phone, you're on the phone, they're leaving voicemails, they're, they're texting, all that. And you finally get to, oh, phone tag, or they leave a message, phone tag, you're it. Guilty. Number two, I've never really used this term, but it's a term that, that boomers or people use when they are warming up something in the microwave or something could be warmed up in the microwave, just nuke it. And number one, millennials say that boomers love saying, I'm videoing this. Yep. Or I'm filming this. And I'm, I'm somewhat guilty of that sometimes. What we got to realize is, is nowadays we're recording it. 
There's no film inside of our phones. There's no more cameras, none of that. We don't have the big VHS recorder on our shoulders like Pops did back in the day. You know, they don't have the Canon camera. You don't have that hanging around, you know, your neck when you go to the zoo anymore. It's all on your phone. And I realize some people say, live in the moment. Put your phone away. And, and yeah, I get it, but our phones do everything. We don't have to have the big camcorder on our shoulders anymore. We don't have to film it because our phone can record it. We don't have to have the big camera hanging around our necks because our phone can take a picture of it. Now, on the other hand, boomers came back and they respond with things that millennials love seeing. Just for the record, hang on, before we jump into this, just for the record, a boomer, a baby boomer, People born from 1946 to 1964. A millennial. So a millennial is a little bit older than most people think. Millennials. People born from 1981 to 1996. I'm a Gen X. You know, the millennials, then you got Gen Z and all that stuff. But you're a millennial if you were born between 81 and 96. I'm Gen X all day, baby. That's, that's, you know, look, give it up to the boomers and the World War II fighters and, you know, fought all that stuff. That is a great generation. But we're up next. Gen X. And, 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 and y'all are not tough. Y'all are not Gen X tough. If you're not Gen X, you don't know. If you are Gen X, you know. You know, you, you know what I'm saying. Um, so let's get to this. On the flip side, these are things that millennials say, that boomers say y'all are doing too much. Number 10, mood. Yeah. Number nine. <laughs> you know, and, and this is millennial-ish, but it, it could be more Gen Z and, 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 and a little bit younger than millennials. But number nine is saying, right? Every 10 words when explaining something. So you see, what we're going to do, right, is we're going to take our project today, right? And what we want to do, right, is, you know, move over, right? It, yep, that's, I, I, I'm not that guilty of it, right? But uh, I, I'll do that from time to time. Number eight, you must be fun at parties. Number seven, booty. The word booty? Number six, saying how people win things, like win the internet or win TikTok. And such and such won the internet with that video. Before every random revelation saying, wait. Number four, oh, this one's good. I was today years old when I learned blank. Like I was today years old when someone says, hold your horses, they're telling me to be stable. <laughs> Number three, cuteness overload. Yep. Number two for me should be number one. Number two, and this is one of those, and we've talked about this before, the, the sayings, the responses now, things put, people put on Facebook that need to go. Number two is, 
so I did a thing. That 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 got to go. So I I agree with these boomers. That needs that needs to stop. You need to stop saying that. So I did a thing. I bought a new car. So I did a thing. We closed on a house today. And number one is ditto. D-I-T-T-O. When was the last time you heard somebody say that? It's been a while for me. But boy, I, I did a thing. Yep, millennials like saying that. And I agree that it could go away. Wait, I just got a comment coming through on Facebook. I just wanted to hop on real quick. Oh, my God. Yes. Yes. And and it's true. Is that, uh, I think boomers and millennials and Gen Z mixed up. LMAO. I, I think so. Because I think that is more Gen Z and a little bit younger than millennials. But But it's true. When you say millennials, you think of a 20-year-old. It's not. A millennial could be 30-something. See, you're 30-something, and you're thinking, am I a millennial? I thought I was Gen X. Uh-uh. You're, you're not special. <laughs> you're not special enough to be Gen X. You're millennial. You can't come on. You can't jump over the fence. You're stuck in the millennial category. But I just wanted to hop on real quick. You watch, you watch videos on social media, people getting on lives. I just wanted to hop on real quick and let y'all know, right? That I did a thing today, right? That like that's how it would go. I just wanted to hop on real quick, guys, and you know, let y'all know that I did a thing today. I bought this new, uh, this new Chevrolet Tahoe. I can't afford it. It was ninety thousand dollars, and I'm paying two thousand dollars a month. But I did a thing. Two grand a month on a vehicle. Give me that, man. We'll we'll do some cool stuff with two grand a month, and buying a Tahoe is not one of them. We'll make some money with two grand a month. Um, so I, I think, yeah, that was it. Ditto was number one. But I, I did a thing. <laughs> yep. And I wanted to hop on real quick. If you're doing a live video, look, I, I'm not bringing you down. I do live videos. You know, and coming from radio, like we call, we call that crutches. And I am still guilty of that from time to time. But I, you know, I go back and I listen to the show. I'm like, man, I could, I could have not said um there. I could have said this there there. And, and I critique myself even when I'm talking. My mind goes to critiquing myself every time I do this show. I'm recording something. I critique myself a bunch. And one of the things that we were always taught in radio, and you see a lot of people doing it now, is using the word guys. And but and that gets trendy. Like, I just wanted to hop on real quick. That gets trendy. And hey, guys, how you doing, guys? And that, in the radio, TV world, back in the day, was a no-no. You never, you never said guys. Like, you always said you or your, to where you did have thousands of people watching or listening, and it was a bunch of guys, in quote, guys, gals, whatever, but just, just guys in general, but you never wanted to talk to everyone. Even though you had a lot of people there listening, you wanted everyone to feel like you were talking to them. So saying guys, hey guys, what's up? It's Chris Logan. No, it, it was always a big no-no. You wanted to say you, you're like you were talking to a lot of people, but you were singling out each one. So when I would hear guys and look, it became a thing. 
uh, as people do these these videos online. I, I would kind of cringe with guys, but look, on the other hand, everything changed. You know, there's these podcasters, you know, all these podcasters and stuff. I mean, they're, they're doing things that I did and radio people did many, many years ago. Am I hating on these people? Nope. Get yours. I think it's cool as hell that everybody has a platform these days and can do what I'm doing right now. Chris said, so I did a thing. I listened to the planet, right? Yep. <laughs> yep. Chris, you're right. But I, I, I think it's cool. And, but coming from somewhat of more of a professional broadcasting background, I see some of the things that Joe Rogan does, other people do, and I'm like, man, that 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 was wrong to us back in the day. But I I embrace that now because it it has been embraced, and and they didn't have any formal training; they're just turning on the mic and doing things. Now there's some that do it better than others. And there are some that do it really, really bad. If you want to do podcasting, find find a good podcaster, whether it's video, whether it's audio podcast. You know, mimic some of the things they do, mimic some of the things you you know heard on radio. You don't have to say guys. You don't have to say right. You don't have to say let me hop on real quick. You don't have to do all that. Uh, bands that turn fifty in twenty twenty three. I looked at this yesterday, and I'm like, whoa. But ACDC turning 50 this year? Kiss turning 50 this year? One of the most recognizable bands, I think, of all time. Quiet Riot turning 50. A lot of commercial success for Quiet Riot in the 80s, but they were formed in 1973. Also, Montrose, um, which had Sammy uh, Sammy Hagar as a front man. Uh, Kansas, turning 50. Journey, turning 50. Again, somebody or a band that you might put as an, an 80s group or formed in the 80s, but it was 1973. Cheap Trick, Bad Company, Bachman Turner Overdrive, The Glitter Band. Gary Glitter, television, bands turning 50 this year in 2023. Also, I just had, I'm like, I, I, I had a moment. So I'm like, crap, in two years, I'm going to be 50. I'm a, I'm a 75, bruh. I was born in 1975, and it just hit me that in two years, I'm going to be 50, but that's okay. We're going to write it. We're going to write it as long as we can. Look, check out this story. I'm going to bring it up. This was going to be my uh-uh story today. And, uh, sorry, yesterday. And I figured that I could do it today. But when I saw this yesterday morning, preparing for the show, I was like, uh-uh. Uber Eats delivery man stops college basketball game after walking onto the court to find the customer. And this was yesterday. It's from foxnews.com. As far as we know, the delivery man still searching for the person who ordered McDonald's. Now, could that be with somebody recording him? Was it for some kind of online content? It very well could have been. But dude, that's some balls to walk onto the court 
a college basketball game looking for your Uber person, uh, your Uber Eats delivery person. Just when you thought you'd seen it all in sports, the Loyola, Chicago, is it the Quincy College? Is that how you say it? See, I, st- I, I still can't even pronounce words. I told you I was a normal guy. You see me being normal every day. Uh, basketball matchup Wednesday night reminding us why that's never be the case. With 16 minutes and 30 seconds left in the second half, Loyola Chicago had a ball down near the right baseline when an Uber Eats delivery man waltzed onto the court looking for someone to claim the McDonald's he was holding. Prank. Gotta be a prank, right? An official timeout was whistled as the delivery man was ushered off the court and the game announcers could not believe their eyes. Quote, somebody came onto the floor on the far side looking for an Uber Eats delivery or something there. He's carrying McDonald's. I'm actually not kidding, says the play-by-play announcer. This has to be one of the all-time greats, the color commenter added. So is that going to be a new thing? Back in the day, it was streakers. Now is it going to be Uber Eats and our delivery drivers going to get a FedEx guy looking for his person to deliver that package to? We'll let it go into the bench. Watch. Loyola will take over 10 minutes before we get a stoppage. And we've got an official's timeout. Somebody came on the floor on the far side. Uh, They're not really showing it. Uber Eats delivery or something there is carrying some McDonald's. (laughs) Oh, this has to be one of the all-time greats. I'm actually not kidding. No, no, this is the truth. I think that's what's happening. This guy's in the corner. Looked like he was he going to deliver the the McDonald's to somebody on the court? Can we rule that out? He's. I mean, I think that's an Uber Eats sticker. Is that what that is? I'm trying to get confirmation. Uber Eats, yes. That that is a way to find your customer. Walk onto the court over here. So we saw the stoppage. The, the man was usher. Let's see if we can see this. Now, this is going to be the turnover. In the there court. he is. There, right there, there in is. the corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's so this a, guy is actually, who's he delivering it to? The ref. The, the, the ref said later. Give it to me later. <laughs> Not now. Philip Alston's done a lot. I didn't think he needed a Big Mac for sustenance in the middle of the game. I know, but I'm uh, well, the official out there, Tim, he, he distanced him like, I didn't say now. Later. Told you after. That's got to be unbelievable. That's got to be something that the highlight shows are going to have so a blast I, with. So I, I kind of thought, I had, I had the assumption that, you know, the guy qu- like really walked onto the court, but he was he was in the corner. Maybe some told, somebody told him that he was sit, they were sitting front row and he was looking for him. Marketing? Prank? <laughs> Real deal? I mean... Did they let the Uber Eats delivery driver inside of the venue without a ticket? You, know, you got to think of think about those things. Although it's funny, you got to think about those things. That how how did it happen? Oh, look here it is. Watch this one. It's video of him. He's. It looks like he's being walked out. Whether it was for him. Here we oh, go. We got oh, it. oh, oh, God, oh we got it. Oh, we got the this delivery. Is this is an actual story. This is breaking news. For the, look at this. Look at this. He's still looking. This guy thinks he's going to get a tip. <laughs> so, real or not real, but either way, uh-uh. Come on, man. <laughs> no way. And what about this? Look, while I while I have this up, let's switch to this. This was out yesterday. I wanted to talk about it. Diabetes, here we go. Got the beatus. Oreo introduces the most Oreo Oreo ever. 
Look at this. It's cookies and cream, cream in the middle. If you're listening on the planet this morning, that thing is big. It's like double stuffed times two. And not the regular cream. Cookies and cream. I was trying to eat a little bit better in 2023, but I I might have to I might have to find these. Limited edition. Uh the most Oreo Oreo. Uh, the cookies are available to order online, Oreo.com, and will be available in stores starting on January 30th, 2023. So that's next week. Uh, you can visit the Oreoverse. Oh, God, they got an Oreoverse. You can visit. So you can buy them, but then you can visit its metaverse platform called the Oreoverse through reality headsets, a smartphone, or a computer. Once you have access to the site, you can play Oreo-themed games for a chance to win $50,000. Look at that. Does that look good to you? Now, normally, if, if I would let myself, I could do a line. A line of Oreos. You ever, you ever heard that term? And You know, doing a line of Oreos means that you eat the whole row. I think I saw Jamie Bajeron share that years ago, and I remember, like, really laughing out loud, about to do a line. And I don't know if I could do a line of these. I could if I forced myself. I, I could do a line of original Oreos. These, I'm thinking maybe three or four, and you're done. If you get, I, I wish I knew, like, the, the size of it. Like, is it? Is it a regular-sized Oreo? I guess it is. It just has more cream and cookies and cream in the middle. But um, I'm a sucker for new things like that, man. I am. Um, What about this? What do you think of this? I remember reading about this a couple, three years ago. Breakdancing will officially be a sport at the 2024 Summer Games in Paris. It will go by the name Breaking. It is a part of the International Olympic Committee's effort to attract younger viewers with events like skateboarding, BMX, and rock climbing. Dude, you're not going to attract that many young people. You're going to attract some Gen Xers that were popping and locking back in the day. Didn't matter what color you were. Uh-uh, everybody tried to break dance. Everybody was in a, in a search for a piece of cardboard so they could lay down on the ground and they can try their backspins. Most of us, we weren't too good at it, but we, we tried to break dance back in the day. Tried to mimic the moves. Remember the movie Breaking? Ozone and Turbo? Cheesy movie, but a great one. Even had iced tea in it. Breaking, watch breaking, and you try some moves like ozone and turbo. Never thought I'd see the day. There's a lot of things going on now that I never thought I'd see. See them sounding like a boomer, but we see them. I never thought I'd see breakdancing officially being an Olympic sport, but my friends, it is. What about this? A lot of people pass on eating ant lollipops or cricket chips. A new study suggests most people would eat an insect once they find out how tasty and good they are for the planet. Knew it was coming. Edible insects are a sustainable source of protein, 
with less of a carbon footprint than beef. A survey found 58% of people agree bugs could become a legitimate meat alternative in the future. I'm not going to not eat a steak and have a cricket for dinner. I'm just not going to do it. But is that going to be a thing? Really want to get rid of cows and meat? We switch to insects? Or handmade beef? Not for me. You better start investing in some cows. Put that in your backyard. Um, also, man, this, I also didn't, didn't see that that much of it. I wanted to jump into a little bit of football talk. Because we got the NFC, AFC championships. Normally, we do our planted pigskin update at about 8.45, 8.50 on Fridays. Uh, let's see, a couple comments. Two years, I'm going to be 40, but feeling 50-ish. Hey, I get it. Sounds like a good way not to lose broken cookies, but that can't be packaged. Crush them up, crush them up and put them inside. Oh, talking about the Oreos. There was a certain broadcaster that's having none of the new stuff that works in St. Leisure Parish. <laughs> All right, so thanks for the comments this morning, and, and thanks for sharing the video, too. If you're just watching and you want to share it, I know we got about 10 minutes left, but you can. So, you know, I, I said we grabbed some of the top headlines and stories of the day. This is this is one. And the past couple of days, I've, I've been busy. I haven't really seen too, too much of this, and I saw it on foxnews.com this morning. They had it on other websites, too. It's not just a Fox News thing. This could be something worth paying attention to. Major U.S. cities brace for possible violence after Atlanta riots ahead of the Tyree Nichols video. At least six, six suspects were arrested following unrest in downtown Atlanta. So Georgia Governor Brian Kemp issued a state of emergency order Thursday ahead of potential protests in Atlanta over the weekend in an effort to prevent the unrest and chaos that occurred during last week's riots. The order calls for 1,000 National Guard troops to be called up, and that expires on February 9th. The order states, quote, Georgians respect peaceful protest, but do not tolerate acts of violence against persons or property. Uh, state of emergency declared because of, quote, unlawful assemblage, violence over threats of violence, disruption of the peace and tranquility of the state and danger existing to personal and property. Uh, excuse me, persons and property. So last week there was some Protests uh, due to the death of 26-year-old environmental activist Manuel Esteban Paez Turan. Paez Turan. He was shot and killed by the Georgia State Patrol after authorities said that he shot and wounded a state trooper who was trying to clear protesters from the construction site of a new public safety training center dubbed by activists as Cop City. Sorry, you shoot at a cop, you're going to get, sh they're, go they're going to shoot back. Uh, the area's planned site for Atlanta's Public Safety Training Center and has become under fierce opposition from demonstrators. So who is arrested? These six right here. I'll keep my opinion to myself today. Uh, in Atlanta, some businesses were damaged as rioters threw rocks and bricks at windows. Masked activists 
dressed in all black, threw rocks and lit fireworks in front of a skyscraper that houses the Atlanta Police Foundation. Walls were also vandalized with anti-police graffiti as stunned tourists scattered. Some of those arrested found with explosives. So these were the six here. Were they from Atlanta? Nope. Ivan Ferguson of Nevada. Graham Evett of Decatur, Georgia. Uh, Nadaji Gear from Nashville, Tennessee. Mandolin Fiota, 22 of Spokane, Washington. Francis Carroll of Maine. And Emily Murphy of Gross Isle, Michigan. Not even from Atlanta. And they're getting arrested. Coming there to cause, to cause problems. And then also this. Um, and this is what they're talking about, the, um, the video that's going to be released. These five officers. Uh, police departments, major cities like Austin, Texas, Los Angeles, preparing for unrest. That, that video coming out supposedly today. Confrontation between five Memphis police officers and 29-year-old Tyree Nichols, who died three days later. So Austin got people on standby. Memphis, um, hopefully nothing happens with this, but we've we've seen it before. Now, there, there are some people, um, different news outlets, different stories. Uh, I hate to bring it up, but comparing... This situation with Tyree Nichols and these officers with uh, with Rodney King in, in that beating. But supposedly the video, supposedly, I use that loosely, is, is pretty graphic. And it's supposed to be released to the public today. So just a headline probably to, to keep an eye on. Not just riots, terrorism. Some of them have been literally arrested for terrorism. The media doesn't want to admit that. Just protest. Yep. I mean, some of these, according to the story, they were found with explosives. Explosives. But you can you can learn more, and that might be a story you want to follow today. But football this weekend, man, we're, I, I can't believe we're getting close to the end of football season. Where did it go? As a Saints fan, hate to say, I mean, there's part of me that's kind of happy that the season's over. It was a brutal season for us, you know, but next year we got Allen and Carmichael back. Who are we going to have under center next year? Will Sean Payton be dealt? Will we get a, a, a good end of the deal for Sean Payton? I hope we do. But the NFC and AFC championship games going on Sunday. Who you got? My picks were messed up. I picked the Bills and 49ers. My NFC side could that could stay intact, but my AFC side gone. The first game, Sunday, 2 o'clock at San Francisco and Philadelphia, and then Cincinnati, Kansas City at 5.30. Let's see, Philly 49ers. I want to um, – I just want to make sure is – that, is that central time? Let's see real quick. Just want to make sure it's central. And this says 2 o'clock on Fox. 
All right, anyway, but that's that's the first game. So who you got? 49ers, Philadelphia. Jalen Hurts, looks like he's back at it. I, I thought that would have been somewhat the missing piece, that if Jalen Hurts wasn't 100%, Philadelphia could be iffy. But it seems like he is back and he is ready to play. And then you got Purdy, quarterback for the 49ers. A guy I wish we could get in New Orleans. Imagine that. If we had somebody like Brock Purdy in New Orleans, young quarterback. I'm going to stick with the 49ers. I did. I did from before the playoffs started, so I'm going to stay with them. I, I didn't see it be in Cincinnati and Kansas City, but that's who it is. Boy, I think that could be a good game. Who's, watch, let me let me look up Kansas City, Cincinnati. Prediction. What's the spread and all that? Uh, I didn't even look at that either. Let's see. So it is It is 5.30 Central. Came up on this story uh, here. So 2 o'clock and then 5.30. Cincinnati plus one. Damn. This is from the athletic.com. 50% of their staff picked Cincinnati to win. Ah. Boy, we're going to see the Burrow. We're going to see all the Burrow stuff this weekend. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it, LSU people. I'm going to do it. Cincinnati. Cincinnati goes to the Super Bowl. Um, and what's the latest on Patrick Mahomes? Well, Patrick Mahomes played. What, it was a high ankle sprain? Uh, this is from, this is from NBCSports.com. Mahomes is expected to be back in action. I mean, the dude's going to want to play. A high ankle sprain could be something. That's a a lengthy recovery. Could be like six weeks, depending on four to six weeks, depending on the severity of the injury. Remember when Deuce McAllister had a high ankle sprain? He was doing great, and then he he went out. Um if it requires surgery, approximately four months. If I had to guess, I mean, you know, I mean, but he's he's a young player. Does he does he you know, does he take some pain pills? Does he shoot it up? Anti-inflammatories. You know, he has a, a, a long career ahead of him, hopefully. Does he risk that for this year? Now, there's other, you know, other things that get you know, hot, hot and cold tubs, cryotherapy, acupuncture, all, I mean, all that. How severe? Reconfirmed that Mahomes received an MRI. Does, in fact, have a high ankle sprain. Mahomes um, is expected to start for the Chiefs against the Bengals. He's going to want to play. It's the it's the NFC Championship game. Uh, Facebook user, not sure who you are, supposedly practicing without a noticeable limp. So they gave him the good drugs then. Uh, <laughs> dream job, Saints coach, any coach there. You would get at least a two-year window, suck or not. 
this. So yeah, you play, you play for two, you coach for two years, no matter what. If you're good, if you're not, there. You're there with the Saints. But yeah, give me 49ers. I'm gonna stick with them. And then I'm going with Cincinnati. Cincinnati 49ers, but I believe both of those games will be good, and I'll be watching both of them on Sunday. But got to say thanks to Pasolik Cajun Seasoning, Pasolik.com. That is their website. You can find them at many local stores, Piggly Wiggly and Church Point, Eunice Super Red if you're in that area, uh, Benny's in Opelousas, Bosco's on Highway 190. Depending where you are, you can find them at a local store. A very traditional Cajun seasoning. They got spicy. They got hot. They got a red rub where you can marinate your meats, you know, whether it's to put in a gravy or put in or put on the pit. Very, very good. And you can also buy online at Pasolik.com as well. They have a seafood boil, which I didn't bring to my, my desk here, but they do have that for boiling season, which we're we're getting to. It's it's here. People are paying $8.95 a pound. What, $10.95 a pound for boiled crawfish. But enjoy your Friday, man. You deserve it. And, and gals, and enjoy the weekend too. Don't forget, real quick before we wrap up, tomorrow morning at 10 on the planet, which is listen to the planet.com, or you can download the app, App Store, Google Play, search for Listen to the Planet. You're home for 90s and 2000s rock. We have the 90s rock rewind tomorrow at 10 a.m. Thanks to Bryce, the Louisiana car guy, Godwin, and Cajun Coatings. So we're going to look at the alternative. Rock charts from this week in 1994. What's going to be number one? What was number one? I'll tell you tomorrow. Cracker, STP, Pearl Jam, Crowded House, Nirvana, Counting Crows, Beck. What was number one? Tomorrow at 10, you find out. Then Sunday morning at 10, it's the legendary Hangover Cafe. You drink too much Saturday night? We'll help you Sunday morning. Nick hosts that from 10 until noon. Then Sunday night, we got two brand-new shows coming over to the planet. Seth brings his Louisiana Loud Hour, which is local. South Louisiana, Louisiana rock music. That's from 6 until 7. Got to say thanks to J.P. Boudreaux, the vehicular specialist for powering the Louisiana Loud Hour. And then Ty brought his metal show to the planet. And that is from 8 until 10. So those shows you remember from from the radio, quote-unquote, from the FM side, for all those years, now live right here on the planet. But hang out with us this weekend. We would appreciate that. I'll see you tomorrow morning for the 90s Rock Rewind. And if not, I'll see you Monday morning here on the Power Hour. Appreciate it. Have a good weekend. See ya. <laughs>